Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello again, guys. Good morning and good afternoon, good evening or good night. My name is Thomas and welcome to another episode of the Brocast podcast. And sitting across all the way in his house, as usual, he's your bro and he's my bro too. Give it up for Alan. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another fun-filled episode of the Brocast. Thomas, how are you? Bro, I'm actually really good and we actually touched base off the mic. I had a really good day, one of those positive days in the COVID world that we, you know, we are stuck in certain restrictions, but the mask wearing is gone. How crazy is that? Yep, that's right. I've got my mask, one of my main masks that I wear here is a Movember one that I got a whole bunch of um, mm. when COVID first hit last year. And, you know, when Dan Andrews, our premier down here in Victoria, said, you know, put a mask on, put a mask on. And we're like, okay, Dan, no problem, Dan. No problem, Daddy Dan. That's what he makes us call us. He make we he makes us call him that down here, guys. So I don't know what people do around the world, but uh, we have to call our sort of leader in state, Daddy. Yeah, it's just very interesting how we go. You know, how did you find it calling him Daddy? Pretty easy, actually. Yeah, Call a lot of grown, a lot of grown older men, Daddy. Um, yeah, sort of it's just. A, it's just with you, it? I think it's the life I lived. You know, prior to being married. You know, settling down family life and the kids the white picket fence you know two dogs you know i just thought you know <laughs> i'm going to spend the first half of my life finding myself and uh i'd end up in mansions and yeah it was it was a good time <laughs> um, what i'm saying there guys is absolute bullshit but i think we just found something interesting about tom you know the boy you know ex- experimented a lot back in the day so good on you no, 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 no. We uh, we did used to joke. Remember the joke we used to say when we used to do our cultural dancing that oh, yes. you know one day we would get that weird request from someone that would send me an email and say, oh, I would like the lead dancer Thomas, please. And then I would go to this really big mansion and just be one dude in one room with a chair, and he'll go dance I've for re- me. Yes, I've requested the uh, the leader of the pack of the dancers, and I only want him. I don't want the chubby one. 
I don't want the children. I want the one with the top knot, the one who's got garbage hair. Bring him in, Jeffrey. No problem, sir. So you just walk in. It's just not just one dude, but it's like six other old dudes. And they're just sitting there going, Dad's for us. Yes, I swear to Big bushy mustaches, long beards, some balding. And it's just like, you know, they're part of a rifle club for some reason. And there's animal heads all around. And they're making you, the native, dance. And then I'll, what is all, take take the money, go home, hop into bed. Wife goes to me, how did it go? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Just you take the money. Let me go to sleep. Yeah. Here's the money. Okay, good. Shake your ass. But watch yourself. Yeah. No, well, the mask wearing is weird. Like, I actually went to Macca's today, as I do, what, every couple of days. So I get a coffee for the missus and I. And, what, no one in the drive-thru had the mask. No workers had the mask. And the playground's open again. I'm like, there's families in there dining in. I'm like, this is weird. I still had my mask on my wrist. And I'm like, oh, do I not wear it at all? And I'm like, okay, this has been our life for, what, 13 months. And it's, oh, no, it's all good now, guys. And so, but in the well, back of my mind, you're still like, ooh, you know, hold on a sec. Maybe we'll I see how we go. I think they're they're asking people to have the mask just in case in your pocket, or mm. like you do, because I do I do the same thing. I have it around my wrist, um, mm. just in case, you know. But again, it was I had that today. I, I hit the shops this morning and uh, picked up some things for tonight, and just um, yeah, not I had the the mask in my pocket ready to go, and as I entered the store, nobody. Nobody, mm. nobody flicked an eye. No one person was like, oh, "What are you doing?" It was just like, nah. Things have sort of, sort of, gone back to normality down here. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, well, I think we had a couple of cases in Queensland today, which is one of our neighbouring states. And you know, for people who do live in the states, which is kind of our biggest uh, audience, I would say in terms of our downloads. Like in in the US, you guys have what fifty states. We have like six. So you think yep. your states are so close together. Ours are very big and Queensland's, you know, the coastal area. And there's been some cases that are coming out there and there's talks of, you know, international travel and domestic travel reopening soon. So this is where we might see a spike. We might see a return. But, you know, we do have to slowly make normal of this. You know, we have to kind of get back to what it was pre-COVID. And, you know, I'm happy to try to I'll just talk to me going back to work soon, you know, actually going to the office where I haven't been for, for so long and, yeah, so we'll see how we go. Well, it's a big thing down here, especially starting down here in Australia mainly, is our, uh, our football our mm. sports has returned with the crowds down here in Australia. Mainly our Australian game down here is not just uh, rugby, but also football. AFL, Aussie Rules football has started, and that was one of the big things that spiked uh, just a couple of weeks ago with the whole thing in Queensland you were saying. Um, with some of the football players and some of the actual people at the ground. So this is the thing they really need to look out for now, um, just to be careful because, again, we could be going back to step one yet again. And mm. I, me personally, um, could do it. It, it, it was, it's, I mean, I could do it. I've got, the, I've got my family here. I mean, I've got the, you know, the sort of safety net around them. They've got the safety net around me, so I'm feeling protected like that. But just going through that crap that we went through, say, what did you just say, 12 months ago, 13 months mm. ago, where everything was just all locked down. Things were closed. You could only go out two hours a day for exercise, nothing else. 
So. Well, I was going to say too, like you know, as you're saying, you're a sports fan of rugby. Are you keen to go back to a game? Are you happy just to watch it on TV and go? Oh yeah, I'll wait a couple more months. Well, on nearly the past three games that have been played, because I am a Melbourne Storm supporter, and if you're branded a Melbourne Storm supporter, you're a cheat and you're an asshole. So you're here <laughs> supporting those codes really, really well with cheating asshole. I'm going to get that tattooed on my on my fat belly. You know, some people have <laughs> just life, or someone some have their kids. I'm going to have a cheating asshole because I go for the Melbourne Storm because that team is branded as cheating assholes because we get paid that we pay the referees before the game. You know, that's why. And if we lose the game, it, it's the referees' fault because we didn't pay them enough. <laughs> um, for for the past three couple of games, we haven't been going that very well. I mean. I mean, yes, our first win was great, but it was only by a bee stick. I know it's an odd thing to say, but yeah, we're off to the weird start, guys. And then, but there's also a, a game coming up in a couple of weeks where they do they celebrate Anzac Day, mm. and it's the Melbourne side, so it's Australia, take and takes on the Warriors, and the Warriors New Zealand. So you've got two great sides, and they sort of do the cultural opening. They get the haka, they get the, the Warriors team come, and they do the haka. It's quite a fantastic thing to watch. And the atmosphere is different that night too. It, it doesn't feel like you're going against one another. You're actually going there to watch a game and enjoy it. Mm. Most of the time, Melbourne does come out with the win. So I am – I was actually funny you saying that. I was actually talking to the, the, the partner in crime about that um, – the other night and thinking about taking the, the kid and myself and her to that actual game and see, you know, cause I enjoyed it. It's a really good night. And just to see how he'll go with it all too, cause it's a six o'clock game. Mm. Well, I was thinking too, like, cause you know, A-League soccer is coming up to their halfway point and Jack's always said, I've never gone to an A-League soccer game. And I said to him, Oh, you know, this was even like pre 2020. I was like, I'll take you. And then 2020 happened. It's like, Oh, we can't go. And, we were driving through the city the other day to drop Mel to work, and he goes, oh, isn't that where they play soccer, and can we come there? And I thought, oh, he's keen to go, and I thought, well, maybe we just give it a couple more weeks, and we'll see how we go to it. But it was even weird going into the city the other day. I've not been in Melbourne City in over a year, I think even since the UFC drive-along that we did, our companion. And to see the city just bustling, trams, packed of people, I'm like, okay, my whole head's adjusting to this, like – it's people, it's different faces, it's the noise, it's the smell of the fresh air. I'm like, this is so different than anything we're used to. So, yeah. Yeah, I think what you're saying right there, I think the last time I probably was in the city was the uh, UFC show mm. where um, your boy right here started off fresh on the show, ended up not so fresh on the way back. Can and I will say, uh, I did a bit of a drive the other day and I played that show in the car and I'm like, this is a funny oh, one, man. My- why? It's a Why? Fu- it's a funny it's a funny one because there's no companion. We're not watching a show. We're not you know reading a comic book. We're not talking about a film. We're just driving for two hours and just making inappropriate jokes and yelling at people we see and just having a good time while doing it. So yeah, it was it was interesting. I must say, give it a, give it a listen, guys. Um, it's our it's our uh, hashtag Ask Broadcast. Episode. Yeah, we've done a few of them. Done a few of them actually. And talking about how they can get in touch with us, Alan, how do they speak to us? How do they get in touch with the broadcast? Well, guys, you can find us on the Twitter. That's where we are big. That's where we are on there quite a lot. That's at the broadcast. Yes, you can find us there on Twitter. We've also got an Instagram. 
that's where this boy right here does most of he posts the poster art or the upcoming episodes so make sure to check out all our socials as well too and I think that's it. Is there more? Have you got more? No. Well, we're on many, many different podcast streams, Apple iTunes, yeah. uh, Apple Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Podbean, Spotify, I believe. What, Castro, CastBox, and you know a range of different podcast providers. So drop us in. You know, Alan, Alan said the broadcast, all one word on, you know, different social media streams, and you'll find us. You'll find our great poster up with my flowing long hair. And Alan just looking at this the disappointed face I think you have in the in the cover art. So I think most of the pictures that I have is the disappointed dad look, you know, and there's something you've probably seen a lot in your life too. Not just from our dad, but from like other guys out there that are dads, you know. Well, I would say this, I've actually noticed a lot of school uh, the men at the school are doing my hairstyle, which is really cool. So we have like a, a connection. We walk up, we just well touch we touch foreheads. And then we go on our way. So, yeah. And we jock dicks and we get our dicks. <laughs> and in Hang on, mate. <laughs> You're all good. We do that as we go up to each other in the school, we touch foreheads and we dock dicks. Is yeah. that what you do? Three, two, yeah. one, and then we separate. Yeah, and then, and then the next guy comes and then the next guy comes. G'day, Steve. Hang so, on, mate. We've gone into this about, what are we, about 20 minutes into the show now, and I'm allowed to say this, guys, because Tom's got to be like, hey, Al, can you calm down with the first, like, what we're speaking about? I'm like, no. I'm allowed to talk about docking now, because I've done, I've gone over that limit. I can talk over that line now, so it's fine. I've come to the realisation that we need to not be as restrictive anymore. Good. I've been listening to too many other podcasts, and they're dropping, dropping shit, Drop and fuck more often. And I'm like, why did we actually stop doing it? And I'm actually going back and I'm thinking, I think maybe when we're engaging sponsors, but I'm like, that's who we are. And we're not saying it in a malice way when we're saying it. Like, unless Alan's insulting me, (laughs) that's real. But when we're using it, it's just in our slang. And I'd rather not us use this show and go, oh, I don't want to say it. But if we say it, we say it. We're not meeting it with any malice intent. So, yeah. Yeah, not. I, I just want to clarify, guys. I don't think Tom goes out to other men at his children's schools, touches foreheads with one another, and dock sticks. Okay, it's a joke. It's a how you say it, joke. Yeah. All right, Alan. What are we doing? We we are we are. We're back. We're doing another wrestling podcast. That's what that's what it says down at the bottom of our disclosure every time you look up the broadcast. Yet another wrestling podcast. We're going to Raw. We're going to April 2nd, 2001. We are doing the Raw is War after WrestleMania 17. Some big things happened at WrestleMania 17. We saw Austin turn heel, maybe? Maybe he was a heel going into it. We couldn't, you know, it was a little touch and go there. But he teamed up with Vince McMahon. And a Vince McMahon endorsed steel chair given to Stone Stone Cold Steve Austin beat the holy living hell out of The Rock. And The Rock lost the WWE title. And that was a big night as well too. But 
that was the main thing that happened that night towards the end. I mean, yes, there was some fantastic things. There was a gimmick barrel. Guys, you can go back and listen to WrestleMania 17. It's personally one of my, our, mine and your favorite shows that we've done on this show as well, too. But we're going back and we're watching the Raw after. Yeah, well, the thing is, too, the last time you guys would have heard us was our last episode that actually came out. I think it was the 29th of March. We actually went back and we watched the final SmackDown before the event. So actually, with this show, guys... If you want to actually do the whole thing, you can go and watch the SmackDown, like listen to the SmackDown show, then well, watch WrestleMania 17, and then come and watch this one, because we've kind of done almost that whole week leading up to this event. That's a lot of hours to hear our stupid voices. Jesus. <laughs> I was going to say, I might actually go and do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I'll put a gun in your mouth. <laughs> what are you doing there? What, what are you doing there, Dal? I'm just listening to myself for 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta shoot myself at the end. Right, I'm taking the kids out for the day. Are you coming or? No, no, I've got to listen to myself. <laughs> got to listen to the voices. Got to listen to Br- Brother Alan there too. He's in here. See you guys. See ya. <laughs> Love ya. Where uh, you going? Oh, you packed the bag too. You packed the car. Okay. Have and then, care. side note, there's, there's something else we did from that week. We actually did the final Nitro that happened that same week. So the really the one thing we haven't done is that raw show, yeah. Because we've done do everything that. else but that. So yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that because uh, a couple of weeks ago that was the the last nitro was mm. actually, and that was I saw a couple of posts that were going, damn, yeah, you're right. That's go. That's the go. Mm. And I will apologise for that show because that was actually one of the first times we used online. I think it actually was the very first time we did online recording. Yeah. It was all pre-COVID, wow. but it was on like a Friday night, and the internet from my side was absolutely terrible. It was so hard to edit it because it's like I'm all staticky. You're as clear as day, as usually with these shows. And from my end, it was just all static as shit. So, yeah, fantastic. So if you want to skip that one, maybe maybe skip that show. No, 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 no. Let's listen to it too. Let's all get together. <laughs> let's add another. Uh, let's make it 14 hours of broadcast in the ears, you poor son of a bitches. All right. So as Alan said, we are doing yep. Raw from the April 2nd, 2001. It goes for one hour and 36 seconds. So what I'm going to do is read out what actually says on the network. So again, we're not using the Peacock version, guys. We're using the WWE network because in Australia we actually don't have the peacock thing, do we? No, we don't have cock down here. They took all our cockies away, <laughs> so we get it uncensored. Because they all yeah. Because supposedly yeah. there's like all this stuff being cut from yeah. the now, like what the Nation of Domination when DX dressed up as them that's being cut. That video I sent recently of Triple H with DX walking down the street in New York that's all being cut. None of that stuff's there now, but in Australia. We still have it. Yes, we can still watch Vince McMahon call John Cena and Booker T and Charmel the N-word. Oh, cringeworthy. We can, still, we can still watch it, guys, and the rest of and people over there who have to watch it on the cock cannot. Good All God. right, so it says, Stone Cold Steve Austin kicks off his reign as WWE champion with a new attitude and with Mr. McMahon by his side. However, not everyone is content with this new alliance as The Rock challenges the Rattlesnake to a rematch inside a steel cage. Plus, Stephen McMahon battles Trish Stratus 
Triple H shows the world where he stands and more. Alan, actually, you know what? Before we actually kick in, I want to shout out to two great uh, podcasts. Again, guys, it's not one, it's two. So I want you guys to check these out. So here are their official promos. What's up, y'all? This is Jay from the Get Joe Podcast. We're a group of four Filipino dudes from the Chicagoland area who simply loves wrestling. With our podcast, we call things how we see it, and we do it in an entertaining fashion. We, we're critical of the things that we don't like. We applaud the things that we like. We have plenty of heated discussions. We have a sweaty session every week, and we make damn sure that there are a lot of get your moments in each show. If you don't know what that is, remember Dolph Ziggler? It should have been me. Man, if you don't get your t- wannabe telenovela actor looking ass out here, that's what get your is. You'll be leaving each show with a bunch of laughs. Follow us every week on all podcast platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Get Your Podcast. Give us a try. Hello, everybody. I'm Ross from What's the Crack? And I'm Rock. And this is our podcast, I Understood That Reference. We cover all corners of the pop culture spectrum, including movies, comics, which is my favorite, games, and everything in between. With our own unique mix of games, trivia, a little insight, all wrapped up in Irish accents. And of course, the tin whistle. <laughs> so get up them stairs and download this podcast into your ears. I'm Ross. And I'm Rob. And this has been I Understood That Reference. Available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Podchaser, and whenever else decent podcasts are available. Yay. All right, guys, we are back. Alan, could you give us our countdown? All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls should all be on the 0000 mark. Um, if you have a ad, make sure you play it first, pause, and get ready to play with us. And we're going to do our countdown in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm just saying the attitude thing. What are you I thought you were doing X-Men. Oh, we're not doing the, not doing the <laughs> X-Men podcast from the from the Disney show. Rise of a thief. It's just the show. Show. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Angry. Angry teenager. It's just people getting like smashed things. with chairs, tables, ladders, stunners, beer. It's just everything. It's 2001. Like it's so like pyro, you think like pyro, pyro. You think twenty years on, and like this still is like yesterday to me. Like those, what is it? What would it be for us? Our Tuesday afternoon, sitting, coming home from school, sitting down, still with the school uniform on, chips in a bowl, and just going and watching Raw. Yep, heavily bo'd because you stink. <laughs> hey, I wasn't no prize pony. I was the same. I stunk. As this pitiful, a pizza-faced teenager. And I've actually, uh, I've realised that smell of my my other boy I've got now. So what, Maddie's well up into his teens now, and I'm starting to notice that smell. I went into his room the other day, and like a punch to the face. Like I'm like, and it was wet towels. Mm. Like, but days of days of towels just gathered, and I'm like, what the hell? No windows open. Yeah, you used to do that. I used to have mm. to share a room next to you. You stinky ass. <laughs> the smell, stinky the ass. smell went through the wall. <laughs> Speaking of stinky asses, 
Here's Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. That's very mean. Thought, here comes Triple. It's not Triple H. Okay, damn it. <laughs> oh, I knew it was Stephanie because I, I looked at the Tintron. What is that? She's got a bail. Somebody's getting a smack. That's Hulk Hogan's belt. No, it's Meltzer Man Randy Savages. Because <laughs> we, we all know what happened with Stephanie and the Muncher Man, right? You don't know, do you? I, I've, I've, I've seen online, I've heard the rumours, but nothing in my reading has been confirmed. Nor no, denied, though, it, as well. So, Yeah, but she was young at the time, but it makes you think, mm-hmm. hey, freak out, freak out, Stephanie, I want to show you something. I like to call it the madness. So you think of Stephanie's night the night before, she had the big brawl with Trish? During the Vince and Shane matchup, uh, I don't think she came to the ring with Triple H when he took on on the Undertaker. I actually heard when they had the scuffle, their lips touched as well too. <sighs> did you hear it? Do you? Or you just saw back, it? Back then, when I was young, it did. I thought it did. Not now, as a grown man, no. Never. Twenty years ago, I thought it happened. My little pimp. Oh my goodness! What an interesting caricature that was of Trish Stratus. I love I your art. <laughs> I, I want your art, but I don't want. I don't want to see the Trish on it. That's considered art where I'm from. Payback's a bitch. Yeah, Steph. But see, this has been brewing for a number of months because didn't they face off? Wasn't it No Way Out? They had a matchup or something where Regal got involved or something like, like they were fighting and then they were together because again Vince was with her. Steph was jealous that Vince was with Trish. Then they got together and now it's all blown up again. So, yes, yes. I think they're pretty much playing nice because of Vince. But it also marked the first time Trish would go face. Because really, after this, it was he became a wrestler and actually competed properly. Yeah. And um, she did um, the Linda McMahon standing up from the the wheelchair mm. was purely just beautiful moment. Vince McMahon, no chance. I love that the yeah, that thing you're saying about Linda because when she stands up, all the fans stood up. Like, I think it's like 67,000 people all standing up to watch it. Shane then does the point. Vince turns around, opens his legs up, and then bang, groin kick. <laughs> opens his legs up, and then bang. Go bang. back and watch it. He does it. He stands there with his legs closed and then opens them for her to do the kick. It's banging, guys. <sighs> I'm not saying it. Say it. <laughs> it's just no, banging, guys. It's banging. It's a banging podcast. Hey, guys, welcome back. You listen to the broadcast. It's banging. The banging broadcast. Ew. Wait, wait, Ew. wait, wait, wait. wait. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, see you guys. <laughs> you know, after they give him a little bit of something on his chin there, I think. Um, he's got a little bit of tomato sauce or um, <laughs> on the look at Vince's chin. That was a great shot. What, what is she, she going to do with the belt? She just wanted to hold it. I think she was saying she's going to hit Trish, but yeah, she didn't call her out though. 
So Vince McMahon comes down with a large red box, but he's also got, like, he's cut himself. Shaving. Oh, what is it? Sh- sh- oh, shaving. Oh, what would Vince McMahon look with a beard and a mustache? I would love to see it. Well, that's what my son was saying to me, my youngest boy. He said, Dad, when was the last time you shaved? Like, properly to, to actually nothing on your face. And I reckon it's been at least probably five years. Like, I don't think my daughter has seen me without a beard. Like, she's turning five in April. I don't think the entire time she's been alive, I haven't had a beard there. I've always had hair on my face. Mm-hmm. But then my wife goes, imagine if you shaved the beard off but kept the bun. She goes, I don't know who you would be. She said, that would look so weird. Yeah. <laughs> you, look like, you look like that one barista who puts his penis in a coffee and then sets it out. Good to go. Uh, cappuccino, extra soy. <laughs> ding, ding. Ding, ding. Enjoy. Uh, well, I saw this soy. thing. You're a bit of a TikTok guy. I saw this thing on TikTok the other day. It was a beard removal thing. Have you seen that one for men? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. And I tried it the other day. And I'm like, what the? I look like Nathan, our brother. Like, I had yeah. a really fat-looking face. Like, you're not fat, Nathan, but my, the bottom part of my face was all fat, and I turned side so I could see the bun, and I'm like, that looks terrible. There's no way I'm doing that. And I showed my wife, and she goes, turn it off. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll get out of it. Well, that is one of the main reasons why I have a beard, because mm-hmm. I don't want to shave this, because if I do shave it off, I, I just look like a, a fat guy. And I just want to look, and if I do, I just want to have a fat face. I just want to be a bearded, neck beard fat boy. That's my thing. Because the beard, the beard gives you a sharpness to your face, gives you a straightness to your face. Yeah. Shake this off. Um, hello, I'm um, baby face. <laughs> uh, identification, please. Mate, I'm 36. <clears throat> identification? Or oh, something's going up your ass. <sighs> Fine. Well, I reckon I would lose a lot of years if I shaved it off. I reckon I'd look probably in my 20s if I did it. Nah, I know when you you take the beard off and you'll be like six chins under your neck. Thanks, thanks, bro. Welcome. <laughs> I'll have a lot of scars though from all my, you know, that big scar on my chin I've still got there from my footy injury that I had. It's it's from the top to the bottom of my chin that'll be sitting there. So wasn't it the the footy boot, the footy boot to the face? No, that was um when I stacked my bike going down the hill. Remember when I <laughs> skidded yeah, halfway right. down the road? Yeah. Sorry, we're talking about Vince McMahon here, talking about his match against um, Shane McMahon, father versus son, in a street fight. And he's kind of saying that, like, let's push that aside because it ended the way I wanted it to end. Yes. Cold Steve Austin. What a crazy, you know, thing looking at this. There's no Nitro to compete this night against it. Like, this is a fresh Monday Night Raw with no direct competition. Well, wasn't this, this, yeah, this is like the first night with mm. no Nitro, was it? Yeah, there's no Monday Night War anymore. This is the last, like, the last Monday in March. That was the final Monday Night Raw, or Monday Night Nitro, so. Vince McMahon is getting out of the ring and is conducting an interview with good old JR. Her. Yes, he did. Hell no, kick his ass. <laughs> is that the Hulk Hogan guy? It is. Yeah. It is. He's from the ECW shows. 
Um, they call him Python because he's got the. He always shows off the guns. He's all tanned up too. <laughs> Why didn't he talk to Heyman? And Heyman, <laughs> hello, and then walked away. <laughs> You're like, what about me? Hello, hello, Vince. Hello, Mister McMahon. Vince. Hello, Mister. <laughs> I can't wait for a couple of months. I'm going to tell you to go to hell. But I think, like, we've even talked over the years, like, this is my favourite year. Like, I know all the main events. I remember all the main events from all the pay-per-views. It's my favourite year that, you know, again, wrestling changed for a lot of people. And I think a lot of people would have, to me, turned off, as we've discussed, that if there was just WWE, a lot of people didn't want to watch it. You know, there were WCW through and through, or there were ECW hardcore guys, and they just did not want to follow the product. But it definitely was a groundbreaking year. There's a fella behind um, JR mouthing off, and I believe that's the sign guy. Yeah, he works for the company, doesn't he, that fella? Yeah, well, he he needs to calm down. and Someone needs to take a chair to his face. Yeah, it's funny that he's there because he's usually in the hard camera. Because remember, he changes his signs throughout the show for different talent that comes out. Well, wasn't he at WrestleMania that year? He was dressed up as a right to censor. Um, yeah, I believe so, because it's the same arena, isn't it? Isn't that how they used to do... I didn't catch it at the start, but usually the Raw and Mania are at the same place. It's just done in a smaller was, setting. I think this was at another stadium. Because mm. the Houston Arena is enormous. This is not. This looks quite small. But again, I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, it does look a lot small if you look at it. Like you can see the roof there, where yeah. the what the Houston Dome, you couldn't see anything. It's just high as. Oh, jeez. Oh, look at this. A ten gallon hat. <laughs> Howdy, huh? He's going to sing Old Town Road. Look at him. It suits him though. I'll give it that though. It does suit him. I can step in some cow crap. Not with those shoes. I could chew tobacco. Oh, Vince. I've got some red in the back of my neck. That's called a redneck. But you can just tell he's also a city boy. Like, you know, he's a city boy. 99% of Vince's city boy. Yep. Oh, wait a minute. Who gave him the hat? Well, he's saying that I think it was the mayor of Texas um, to say thank you. And this is his response to that. Yeah. That's a nice hat. Why do that? That's a waste. Yes. You Whoop. stomp the hat. Here comes the most electrifying man to right the wrong on that hat. <laughs> Vince McMahon, I want to tell you that The Rock thinks you're a piece of shit for doing that to the hat. The Rock is here. Mm. The is angry. He's pacing like a lion. And it's pretty good, this, because he's just, he literally just puts an ultimatum to him. Do it, do what I say, and leave it there. Like, you've you screwed me over. I could take it too far, but you know what? Give me what I want, and let's fix it. That's right. Oh, he's one of the best, The Rock. Oh, yes, big time. And I think, I think they're, still, they're still kind of talking possibly about doing Rock Roman next year. For Mania. Yeah, they could do it. I think like belt time... or not, just one on one. 
the only time I didn't really like The Rock returning, it was when he and Cena had their um, match on their little feud together. Um, like he was, I don't know if he was trying hard, and maybe mm. it was me. I was, I wasn't enjoying wrestling at that time, but it was just like, yes, John Cena is now here. He's mm. the he's the top gun, and along comes The Rock. Takes maybe because I'm a fan of CM Punk as well too, and he beat CM Punk for the title, and then he went to Mania, and he and yeah that match and yeah, I just wasn't well, enjoying. There, but if you think like The Rock, The Rock Cena was a three year journey. You know, it was 2011. The Miz defended the WWE Championship against Cena. The Rock hosted okay. that Mania, and then what he rock bottoms him, and then the challenge goes out the next night where Cena challenged Rock. And then they teamed up together at Survivor Series. And then in 2012, they faced off Rock beat Cena. And then a year later, you do it again, this time for the championship. Um, and then Cena evens it, you know, 1-1. So. The Rock is in the ring, guys. The Rock is in the ring. Someone fix that hat, please. I don't like that. He's been <laughs> stepped on. That's a nice hat. Look at the rock, just turns his head slowly. So you're not going to give it to me, or what? Yeah, Here we go, I love it. Yeah. I'm going to give you one more chance. Vince really needs to get that sauce off his chin. It's pissing me <laughs> off. I think he nicked himself with the shaving. Nah, bullshit. That sauce. Oh! So good. Love it. Rock. The Rocky Shooter. The Rocky Shooter. And that's, is that Bret Hart style, I think, the way he does that? Because Owen used to do it differently with the twisting of the arm. Yeah. Oh, whatever Owen did was much better than Bret. That's yeah. what he was. Nothing against Bret, but Owen was on a different level. The Rocks got the match. This cook it. WrestleMania rematch, eh? It's on. It's on. It's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. Oh, Vince has got more to say, I think. Yep. You know what? That bum chin. <laughs> Again, he can wipe his nose and wipe his ass at the same time. And a salad steel cage. Oh, he's happy about it. He's smiling. He's excited. So we're 17 minutes in with no match yet. Wait till Triple H comes out, guys. We're going to have him talking too. <laughs> dead man, you think you're dead, but I killed you, so I got nothing. Good night. You chokeslammed me on those padded mats, you know. <laughs> yeah. Jay, I say I went straight to hell, but I didn't. Yeah, I still love that match because that was the big last ride, that one from the top, when he just held him up so high and just slammed him so hard. Well, <clears throat> and then prior to that too, he, he actually had the sledgehammer and cracked him in the mm. face as well too. There we go. Look at that. That's a deep hole. That's a deep hole in the chin. That is a really deep hole, though. Easy now. Calm down. I know how much you love deep holes. Hmm. 
Shave, shave, shave. Look, I've got the deep hole too. Latino heat. Hey. The champion of Europe. Yeah, Guerrero won the championship from Test due to the help of his radical teammates in Hulk Hogan, Perry Saturn, oh, and Dean Malenko. I didn't know Hogan was in the WWE this time. I did a hat. That's a nice hat. Mm. Terry is very nice too. The Pete Champion. What an interesting cover to that CD. Just the face of the rock and then a, 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 an actual pie with a little bit cut out. Just very interesting how back then, back in 2001, we had that. I got Andrew Martin, Test, the former European champion. Oh, a bit. Eddie is still on the mic. You're missing something, man. <laughs> you did give me a chance to answer the question. Okay, oh, so you're going to answer it. Okay, yep. yeah. Okay, yep. Yeah. So what do I do? I missed the European Championship. Like, it was definitely, like, the TV title of, you know, WCW. And it's had some great champions. You think of its time. That's right. Oh, Andrew Martin. He's do you recall Do you recall who the final European champion was? Uh, Al Snow? Nope. It was around oh. that time that he was there on Raw. It was in Bischoff's time. No, he was one of the final hardcore. Nah, can't remember. Uh, Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. You, know, you remember that time they were merging all the belts together to have one champion? Yes. Yeah, he defeated Jeff Hardy, I believe. Jeff Harvey. <laughs> Jeff Harvey. Oh, was it Mike Amel? Mike Amel, yeah. Oh, what, a le- what a godsend. Michael, why does Perry Sand look like Hulk Hogan? Yeah, he's got the chops on the mustache, and yeah, he's got, he's got the full man shoe going on there, full Hulk Hogan style. Did he know something about that we didn't know? That he, he, he's got the tan like him too, the man of a thousand holds, and thought he would run into Bradshaw, and that completely backfired, little man. And I will say something, like I actually checked out a really good interview today with um, Dean Malaco on Chris Jericho's podcast. <clears throat> it actually came out on Wednesday of last week, mm. and it's a really good show. And I think for, if you haven't known his journey, the last, I think it's like five or six years, you know, he mm. goes into detail with his Parkinson's, which I didn't know, you know, how it's going. And he's still, I would say, what, at the early stages He's still doing, you know, uh, would you say 101 sessions for AEW talent. He's not in the ring as much. He's more around, you know, telling his stories, giving techniques, tactics, advice. And it was good to see, even hear Jericho and Maleko talk because you think of their old WCW rivalries, you know, in the late 90s on Nitro and Thunder over the Cruiserweight Championship. And Your mother wears yeah. army boots. Yeah. That was probably the best line that Jericho said to Dean Malenko. You know, your mother wears army boots. Well, I always remember that bit. I remember Maleko being Ciclope to win the Cruiserweight yes. Battle Royal. Yes. <clears throat> and it was also, um, what was it? Uh, mean Gene Oakland, you know, calling Dean Maleko out because he quit, you know, and wasn't yes. going to come back. And it's like, can we get Dean to come back? And then he becomes Ciclope and 
gets the title shot. But it's a really good show on the Talk is Jericho episode. Um, oh, it's good to hear that Dean's doing well. Yeah, like I think for him, it's like with his Parkinson's, he said, look, you know, there's really no cure. You just have to roll with it. And, you know, I've got a wife, I've got a kids, and I'm a grandfather. I'm just going to yes. live life the best I can. And if it doesn't go well, it doesn't go well. But while I'm still able and can still talk and communicate, I want to keep learning, you know, keep teaching the young talent coming into AEW, the current talent that are there, you know, whatever I can offer, I want to do it. So This is very peculiar. <clears throat> Sorry, just to talk about Andrew Munn. Jeez, what a great move that was. Jesus. Pop handle Powerball. Yeah. Um, the night before at WrestleMania, Tess was booed when he came out. He was considered sort of the heel, even though he was the the good guy during the, that match. Now, in the tonight, he's pretty much the fan favorite. But, it, oh, the three-handed family credenza. Oh. Oh. Jeez. And Eddie was actually cheered at the end of it, maybe because he's from El Paso, Texas, you know, because they're in Texas, of course, winning the championship. But that's oh, the yeah. thing, though. <clears throat> like I will say, I think this match is coming to an end shortly, but One, the thing two. about Eddie Guerrero, though, mm. like Eddie Guerrero could be a heel. He could look at the camera and smile and you'll cheer him. Like he has that thing about him that he can do that. He has that talent about him that he can be a heel and a face in the flick of a switch in what time it yep. could be. Jeez. Oh my god. Kicks his head off. And as you can see that he did slap his thigh there, which isn't allowed anymore. Uh yeah. <laughs> Your thoughts yeah. I wish you wouldn't do that when we're podcasting either. It's a nervous twitch. I can't help it. Hello? Yeah, but you do it every podcast. Even, even our very first podcast you did, and now we're where we are now. I was going to say I was driving. Well, <laughs> yeah, you were. Hello there, I'm William Regal. I'm sitting in the shitter. <laughs> hello, Mommy. Oh, I mean, hello, Steffi. Would you like some tea, Stephanie? You weren't free. And what did he come in? He came in as, as it says there on his uh, logo, the Goodwill Ambassador. Is when he first came in. I think it was the mid two thousands where he first came in with that gimmick. Oh, Ooh, look out! Okay, <laughs> um. Are you doing anything later? I would like you to use on my on my bare bottom. <laughs> Looks over at the queen, turns the actual picture around so he doesn't <laughs> want the queen to see his shame. As she just, I, don't, I don't want you to see, mummy. Turns around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want you to see, mummy. Oh man, dirty. Oh, it's Stephanie McMahon Helmsley, Trish. She doesn't have a last name. <laughs> Just trash. I had this magazine. Look at the back of it. Tobacco wacko. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was against smoking that yeah. was, at that time. Yeah, that is sign guy. Look at him. Dude, dude, just calm down. 
Tim and Loco's got his uh, dad weekend gear on. He's got <laughs> his jeans on. Got his nice shirt on. Kane, the new hardcore champion. That was crazy. Great matchup too. Triple threat. E and C winning the tag titles. Well, I think from memory, every single belt change hands that night. Yeah. And I hope you guys have enjoyed our TBK Classics recently because we actually put this uh, up recently, the TLC matchup. We've done, I think for the last three episodes, guys, you've got TBK Vaults and we've combined you know, some of our best WrestleMania matches that we've covered from WrestleMania 30, 31 and 17. We'd be very good to you. Oh, a bit of LSD on uh, Christian. Rhino just killing. Oh. Yes. Huracan Rana on the Rhino. Oh, that 3D. Fantastic. Look at that. Oh, the spear. Look at he fell forever, didn't he? <clears throat> Bye-bye, Bubba and, and Matt. Oh, my Lord. Fantastic. And again, like you think that match, I think that only went for like 13 minutes, but there's so much in those 13 minutes. Oh, who's here? Yeah. I've got some things to do here, you know. Have you got anything to treat this cut on my chin? <laughs> um, yes, I've got some cream that I'm using for my bottom. <laughs> Your daughter was, I mean... Um, <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I know exactly what to do, sir. What's he got to take care of? You know, is he got coming? Oh. Hey, I'm Triple H. Yeah. Just drive here on my bike. With my double denim. <laughs> Look at Michael Cole, so skinny. So skinny, Mitchell Cole here. Um, <coughs> you lost last night. You want to talk about it? Yeah, that's it. Uh, so you're a loser. Anything you want yeah. to say? <laughs> Had to be. Yeah, loser. Okay. Hey, Triple H, heard you lost. How's that feel, wank? <laughs> but the thing is, this is what is interesting because <clears throat> he's actually saying, you know what, I'll give respect to The Undertaker. So it's like we've turned Austin heel. Take as a face, Hunter was a heel, but now from this one promo alone, they're giving you this kind of, oh, wait a minute, Hunter's turning a face, which was, again, planting the seed for what well, potentially for our main event, but it was really good how they did this. Oh, don't spoil it. Jesus, what's the man with you? What? What's the man with you, spoiling it? Yeah. Still <laughs> well, in about yeah. an hour and ten minutes, guys, you'll see. Um. Oh, oh, here we go. <laughs> Maybe you guys might forget it and what I said, and you might be surprised by it. Jesus. And I am the game. I used to always love when Hunter would do these promos, and the announcer would just keep leaning back, back, and their back would just be bending, like cracking until they fall over. It's his nose. It's always because you know people had that problem with um, Ric Flair back in the day. Just the beak, you know, even. <laughs> Talking to you face to face, I have that problem sometimes too, because you, you know, your enormous nose gets in the way. Sorry, <laughs> you were born that way. It's okay. It's Trish. She's 
got a cowboy hat on and she's ready to whip. But that's the thing, like, as we're saying about, like, the one-word names. It's, like, supposedly Vince McMahon likes just having one-word names for characters. Like, Blake Murphy becoming Murphy. You know, Matt Riddle becoming Riddle. There was talks of, like, Bobby Lashley becoming Lashley. Like, just doing one word instead of two names. Look at Bull Buchanan. What the? What's going on here? Oh. We lost our tag team match. Well, they lost everything, didn't they? They lost both their matches. Better. Oh God, look at that. The good, the good father. Mm. The good father. We we will show Kane and the entire world how what. What are you gonna do? So there, one of them's got a match against Kane for the Hardcore Championship. Okay. <clears throat> I, I would be if I was the cameraman. I'd just be very uncomfortable. Just turning on the ground. <laughs> and they're all standing over you. Bill Buchanan's like, for some reason, is looking down and going, you going to do something about that? And that's the like, thing. People know. probably people forget that that's how they would have shot them. <laughs> like, all right, Tony, get down on one knee and just do a circle shot around right to center. Two full circles during the promo. Okay. <laughs> do you see the cable? Do you see the cable behind me? <laughs> I want a nice clean shot. Watch Howard Finkel. Love it in the background during the so, slap. That's some nice boots on um, on Trish. Oh, oh. Yeah, hang on. It, it's oh, they didn't show it because they actually got really, really close, and you actually saw them um, touch lips. Oh, get out. It happened. That was my WrestleMania moment. Yeah, well, this was actually one of her biggest years because I think by the end of the year, she actually was the women's champion from memory. I think she won the championship. When was it? I think it was Survivor Series, the six-pack challenge for the vacant women's belt because at this time, uh, the champion was China. But she actually only had a couple of months as champion and then left WWE. And the belt wasn't even involved in the whole invasion storyline because it was all about Lita and Trish against Stacey and Tori. And that was the main and thing. And the brown, brown panties um, tag team match. Yeah. Invasion, eh? Hmm. Invasion of privacy. Yeah. Jeez. But that's like that video I sent you the other day of that, that matchup between Jackie Gator and Trish. That was brown panties with Rico. So Trish was in lots of those matches. Man, she's got a body for it. Come on. Of course, that's, that's Vince, Vince's MO. He's just like, mm, I want more of that. Let's see him. We used to have <laughs> the same back in the day. Bring him back. If, if you think oh, less than a week ago, she was in a bra and panties matchup on the SmackDown show that we covered, and now a few days later, she's in a whipping match on Raw. Yeah. Great time in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> It was a great DDT. Mm-hmm. She's the Dr. Tom Pritchard's taught her well. So, what's the rules? Is it just whipping and then a pinfall, or what's the, what, what's going on here? I think it's pretty much whip them until they submit, or then you just just pin them. Not in the face, not in the, 
Wow. Jesus. <clears throat> I was going to say, it brings back those memories of, what was it, David Flair getting whipped by Hulk Hogan in WCW. That was bad. That was unnecessary. Mm. Bulldog. And that would become her finisher, wouldn't it? When she used to do it off the top rope, when she would twist, yeah. Oh. 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 Trish better be careful she's going to come out of that shirt. And everyone will be happy. There is just no way they would do this today, would they? In today's product. Could you imagine what sung Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks? There's no way that they could do this. No, they could. They no, they shouldn't. I see you <laughs> smiling. So you're like in my fantasy wrestling. <laughs> Every uh, well, match is a whipping match. <laughs> well, no, I don't really want that because I enjoy the whip. Oh my goodness, I'm enjoying the women's wrestling now, the women's revolution. Mm. But if I went back in time and I saw Bianca Belair and Sasha Banksy having a match like this, I'd be sitting there very happy. But I'm glad it's not happening now. Mm-hmm. Well, I've actually heard talks that there's actually some rumours about that being the main event of one of the nights of WrestleMania in a couple of weeks. Cool. I think it's night one that's meant to be. <clears throat> and if you're wanting to sync up, guys, I am at 35.27, 35.28. If you wanted to sync up on the Peacock or WWE Network. Yeah, so you can watch this on the cock and watch two women strap each other on the bottom. <laughs> Luckily, um, Stephanie had a lot of training before this because she used one of them on Regal. Well, we're going for a beta splash, so are we? It's damn! It's damn! No, it's not. Oh, it was. It wasn't. They used to be so scary when Vader used to do that because he would actually come up and the hands and feet would come down, or the hands and head would come down, then all the torso necks, like just flow. <sighs> oh, wait a minute. Watch, watch, watch this, watch this. Okay. Oh, shit, yep. What the? It's the wriggle cutter, but comments <laughs> help. <laughs> that was uh, messy. Someone going to come out and help? Um... Got the master lock. Yeah, he's got her in the master lock. Oh, someone's Jesus. coming down. The walls at Jericho. I love Regal. I love Regal selling. Yeah. Whoa, geez. He's chasing her. But you think of all their wars between what Stephanie and Jericho, and then what eventually were together in online, like well, actually another year later, um, mm-hmm. together for the WrestleMania 18 main event. That is correct. And then these two would also be together, what Jericho and Trish in a couple of years for their uh, Battle of the Sexes storyline, where it was Christian and Jericho against Lita and Trish Armageddon, I believe it was. And there was a great twist at the end. Mm. And she turned her back on Jericho and got with Christian. Very, very cool. Made her a heel again. Then. She plays a good heel. And there's our poster art, I believe, just there of Rock and Austin. 
Wriggle cutter. <laughs> oh, on the concrete. <laughs> I think I might have cracked your head open, but you're already fine. You kept pushing me. Ah, so we're getting a two-on-one handicap tonight. Angle and uh, Regal against Chris Jericho. Who's in the ring right here? Is this Crash Holly? Yeah, the heavyweight, heavyweight champion. champion. Yeah. <clears throat> Who's he facing tonight? Wait a minute, what? It, it, Rhino. But it's not his actual song, though. Here, the song that's been edited out it wasn't his song that he had. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I, okay. Um, I didn't know Rhino was a, a lightweight. No, well, they said Crash Holly's moving out of his weight class for this matchup. Yeah. Oh, so he wants to die. Okay. <laughs> oh, we've got the Molly Holly there. And we've got Peanut Head. It's a it's a tag team match player against the Undertaker, with the Undertaker. We got two Hall of Famers there. What Molly Holly going in in a couple of weeks, and what Teddy Long went in there what a couple of years ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. And sadly, we we don't have Elroy Jensen anymore. He passed, mm. <clears throat> but Rono is still going strong, which is great. Yeah, he was a great talent, Crash. Like, I, I loved his stuff with Briscoe and Patterson in the 2000s and, you know, the 24-7 rule, all the funny stuff there with the fun park and all those different things that they did. And, yeah, I just think what it's is- one of those things where the roster just grows so much when you bring in new talent. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, like other talent just move in and he just kind of got pushed down the line a bit. But done and dusted, right with the win. Interesting pin there, too. Yep. Got the leg Wait up. a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, Molly, go round. Oh, is she going to take? Oh, oh, no. oh, no. oh no. no. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. I don't care who you are. You're getting the gore. So, in the space of 24 hours, he's gored two women in the WWE leader, <laughs> Molly Ollie. Well done, sir. Well done. Give me that light heavyweight title. Just walks out with it. It's his now. There you go. Oh, Rhino was good too. Here. I enjoyed Rhino. He was a good talent. Thanks. Same. Watch this camera angle from this shot. Here we go. All right. <sighs> again, does make a good point there. She didn't need to do that. Mm. But again, it's Hermie and, and, uh, WCW's Miss WCW Deborah. Yeah, look at it, look at it. Did you know that he was gonna turn heel? Kevin, I knew everything, but I ain't gonna tell you shit. <laughs> look at this. Yeah, this I love right. it. It was very good, like I remember looking at I still remember just sitting in the lounge room and looking at you and going what is going on? What is this? It was quite big. It was very big. Ooh, we're getting dense again. Walking out with the title. 
with a big smile. I wish he would someone give him a napkin for that chin. It's <laughs> pissing me off. Just put some toilet paper, just stick it on there. Yep. I think someone just threw something at him then. What the? Yeah, they did too. Shane kicks. That's all I saw that sign was. Hold it up properly, people. <laughs> Shane, Shane kicks what? <laughs> yeah, what? What are you implying? No chance. And that's the one thing I will miss, say I miss is like looking at the fans and just seeing people flip the bird. Like you don't get that today. You don't get that on the Thunderdome. Like a fan swearing and flipping a double bird as a heel when they come down. Like I miss a bird. Come on. Yeah, because instantly you go click and you're out. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things to see in the crowds back in those times too is people seeing themselves on the giant Tron and then grabbing their cell mm. phone calling someone and then saying, can you see me on TV now? Yeah, waving. (laughs) And then you see security go up to them and go, come here. And then they go. Put your hands down. Stop having a good time. Oh, sorry. West is gay. Is he? All right. Big pink sign. Dillo. I just love what the old fan sign, just with someone's name with an arrow. Look, if you wanted to know where Jerry is, he's just there on the left-hand side, guys. Right. So there, there's Jerry. Yep. If you wanted to know when someone's sexuality was back then too, just look at the sign. They'll tell you. <laughs> well, there's even, like, dedicated Twitter accounts out there of, like, WWE signs. Like, the really inappropriate signs that were up at this time. And it's like, yeah, that's not Photoshop. That's a real sign that someone had. Yeah, that's right. And I will say, too, that's actually my favourite WWE Championship belt. Like, that World Championship title belt, like, that was the one I got into wrestling liking, and it's the one that I wish they kept. Um, But again, I think they got rid of that championship when it was the Undisputed title, when they merged with the World Heavyweight title, and uh, it was the Undisputed belt that eventually it was won by Triple H, I think, had the first one, and then Triple H to Hogan after that. Dead to the dead man. Yeah. And then what? Dead man to rock, rock to Brock. Brock to Big Show. Big Show to Angle. Angle to Brock again. Yeah, that's right here, guys. Encyclopedia of uh, of a tin belt. It's your boy right here. <laughs> Did you see the subtitle there when he said the new World Wrestling Federation champion? The subtitle said, and the new World Wrestling Entertainment champion. Uh, but the sub the subtitle, know. yeah, didn't say Federation, it said uh, Entertainment. I'm not watching this with the subtitles on, so. Yeah, they probably changed it. Austin's got a tape, te- a tape on his forehead from the uh, being busted open as well. Rock had that before too. What a, what a what an interesting view. Like by now, Vince would have got stunned. Like if this was 1998, 1999, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know the one that took on Vince at St Valentine's Day Massacre, you know Shane and Vince, King of the Ring, you know for the ownership of the WWE and how yep. many stunners he's given him over the years, and they're standing, you know, as chums in the ring. That's right. Work colleagues right here. Boss, but I, employee but of I, the month. 
I still think the fans would still be torn, though, because it's like we love Austin. He's a hometown boy. He's our champion, but it's the way he went about it. But they will still cheer him now. It's like this: he has to do something bad to make you hate him that much. Is Vince enough to be that? Or is there something he could say to really get the fans to hate him? Look at that. Snatches the tile off him and then holds it up. Snatches the microphone. Oh. The stare. Yeah. And think about that, right? So this is April 2nd, 2001. The last time he actually had that championship was August of 1999. Mm -hmm. Where he dropped the championship to Mankind Mm -hmm. at SummerSlam. That was the last time. So it's been almost, what, 18 months since he's been world champion because he got hit hit by the car in November and was out to the following, I think, April. So, Look at this. Look at this. He's got the crown in his hand. Mm. What ain't going to happen tonight? He just offered to, like, he's going to stun beat up Vince and it's just like nah it's not going to happen and that's what I was saying that we needed you know you needed that they're confused we love you we love you we love you oh you're not going to do what we want okay we hate you like that's all they need is that one little thing Austin should have come out with a napkin for Vince (laughs) just just licks the little bit and sticks it on (laughs) what are you doing oh there's how long has that been there I mean I've come I've had Six, four segments already. No one's told me shit about this. Thank you, Austin. They're all going, who's going to tell him? I don't know. How are you going to tell him? I can't tell him. I'm not telling him. You do it. <laughs> I know. You tell him. No. And how good is it? I will say this. How good is it to watch an Austin promo at this time period with no what chant? <sighs> yeah. Mm. Mind you, back in the day, I enjoyed the what chant because I found it funny and entertaining. Then it continued, and then it was just like, this sucks. Mm. Calling someone a bastard in the crowd. This is Austin, 1996, 1997. Mm. This is the shift. He's gone back to being the, he's no longer the ringmaster. This is the old day where he was against everybody. And where he and Bret Hart were having their their feud. Well, he, he was, was the, almost like heel. it's like he was the anti-hero because you know Vince or like Bret was all about respect. Austin was the anti-hero, using chairs, cheating to win the Royal Rumble, and then the double switch at WrestleMania. You know that was the big thing. But I think back to the what thing, like when it was promos where Austin wasn't featured and the what was still happening, that's where it used to annoy me. Like any time someone took a, a, a you know a breath or finished a sentence in a promo, you would get what? But it should only be with Austin. It's like yes chance. Yes, yeah. I get it happens with Daniel Bryan and sometimes with other people, but the what thing, that's the one thing that I was like, I hate this. Mm-hmm. But this is the year it started. It started in the next few months when he was with the Alliance. So, yeah. Um, it was, like I said, I found it entertaining for the first half and then – it became so repetitive and annoying. <clears throat> yeah, it's just bothersome. And like going back to how Austin was pulling people out in the crowd just then, I still love when Flair used to do that. You know, fat boy. 
<laughs> love it. Well, he's the love it. They just pull pull up someone and go, you know, you're overweight. I'm going to go at you. <laughs> you're yelling at me. I'm going to go at you. Sorry for the silence, guys. We're just listening to Austin speaking. Yeah, that's right. Sorry about that. <clears throat> and that's probably what I'll say. Like, since doing, like, the Raw shows or SmackDown shows as opposed to pay-per-views, there are less silence in a pay-per-view because it's, like, always on the move, like, to the next segment, next segment, where on a Raw or SmackDown, you kind of get more promos than you do wrestling. So you think, like, an hour and 40-minute show, there might only be, like, less than half an hour of actual matches on the card where a pay-per-view is more like three hours long with over two and a half hours of wrestling. Mind you too, uh, guys, um, this is probably like the first time we've watched this in a long time. So we're actually listening like you go, oh, look at this. I can't believe Vince didn't tell me. You know. Well, you, think the, you think the month earlier, No Way Out, 2001, you know, three stages of hell. All the wars right. over the years, over the championship. I am so proud. I am proud. I am a proud man. I just love to see the Vince do the finger. The old bent finger. Flip yeah, everybody yeah. off. <laughs> Where you Guess bend your two other fingers up and then you do your index fingers. There's the rock there. Just walking around with in his undies yep. with a t-shirt. And no other job in, in, in this entire world you're <laughs> allowed to walk around as a grown-ass man. You know, with underpants and a t-shirt because it just looks weird. But only in wrestling, it looks perfectly fine. Well, that's your work attire, you would say that, yeah. No, it is not. No, as a wrestler, I, not you. As yeah, a wrestler, that's right. your work attire. Yes, yes, it is. I thought these guys were against hardcore. Well, I, I'm taking it that they're trying to take the belt so they can get rid of it. So if we win the belt, we can then get rid of the hardcore division. It's quite contradictive of themselves. And... <laughs> oh. I never said that. Just jab him with your pen, JR. <laughs> In the throat, just bang. <laughs> I told you, you son of a bitch. Calm the hell down. Like red eye, just right in the center of the throat there. Yes. The hardcore champion. Have and the been, two uh, and the 2001 Hall of Fame inductee, I love it. Yeah. Awesome, I love watching that a few weeks ago with uh, Taker giving him the call on the bump and Kane not knowing if it was real or not, and then goes, "Are you serious?" And Mark yeah. goes, "Yeah," and he's just like, yeah. and then it's like the shoulders come down, and yeah, it's awesome. And you watch him just sort of relax and knowing mm. it's like, I can't believe it. You know, me, yeah. people, it's like, Kane, you are worth than you think, sir. I think. Now, Kane is one of the most most wrestlers that we've had on a show. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah, he's definitely up there. It's either between Triple H and Kane. They're the ones that have always either appeared or had matches. And you think, like, we've we've had Kane at some of his worst times. Like, we had the Katie Vick when we covered the Raw. You know, we've had him go against everyone in the, what, Raw Roulette, TLC. We watched him in Hell in the Cell, you know, defeat Stone Cold Steve Austin to win the WWE Championship. We've had lots of uh, <laughs> lots of Kane guys. But it is really good news to hear that, though. Mm. 
Yeah, he's one of my favorite talents. And like as we've discussed over the years, guys, he was the one that got me into wrestling. Like to watch WWE, first seeing him in '98, I'm like, what is this guy? And it just reminded me of Jason Voorhees. You know, Michael Myers, this mute brute that just destroyed everybody. And yeah, one of my favorite characters. Well, that's why he sort of based his character on, didn't he? Yeah. Jason Voorhees, the or Michael Myers style, you know, that silent, massive dude who just comes in and just starts just killing everybody. And if you'll notice, a lot of people too in the crowd are wearing cane masks. Mm. Look, at them, look at them all. There's like at least maybe 15 people I've seen, and they're all wearing them on the back of their heads. So when, you know, he came out, everyone's wearing them. Very cool. Well, there's a lot of people online that actually say, like, this cane is their favorite. Like the 2001, like late 2000, 2001 to about 02, 03, before he unmasked, this is their favorite cane, this one here. It was kind of cool in the back in the day when um, the authority at that time, Kane would actually, because he was there, um, what was his gimmick there? He was there. Uh, talent scout or something oh with the with yeah. seth rollins and stuff like that yeah he yeah. actually had a title because what triple h was coo but kane was like director of operations or something That's like it. corporate kane yeah yeah and, and when they really needed someone to be taken out they had the 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 kane mask in a glass mm. uh, cabinet and it was like something it sounded incredibly tacky but it was, it was like something out of a comic book but it was cool where he would pretty much open up the cabinet grab the mask, put the mask on, and you knew that he was going back to this monster. And then there was that weird one when he took on himself. Remember that? When it was Kane versus Kane, which was actually Luke Gallows actually yes. portraying uh, the fake Kane, where it was oh. like the bald Uncle Fester Kane taking on the old school black and red Kane, and that one actually won. Like, he beat the proper Kane. Like, it's like they were trying to do Taker versus Taker, what, SummerSlam 94, you know, all over again. Yeah, but it sucked. Yeah. It's just confusing because the Kane, like Luke Gallows is actually smaller than Kane. So when they went face to face, he actually looked shorter than him. So it's like, what the? That's not a mirror. That's the, you're smaller than him. That's right. Wasn't it meant to be with May 19th? It was um, the um, See No Evil movie. Yeah. Yeah. Tying into that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting movie, that one. Oh, my God. I actually think it's on Prime Amazon down here in Australia. I've watched the first few minutes and I'm like, nah, I'm out. You haven't watched it fully? Look, no, no, it just looked a bit tacky from the beginning and I'm like, eh, I'm That's what it I is. might watch it. But, but... Yeah, but go, again, go into it not expecting much because it's it's WWE's t first take on a horror movie mm. and it's okay, but it's just like, but supposedly too during, like, <laughs> I remember this vividly, that came as a little too rough with the actors mm. was trying to kill him in real life. And it was just like, and they, they had like interviews with the young talent that was with them in the show. Oh, sorry, in the movie. And they were like, Oh, he's a bit much. I, I don't like him when he tries to kill us for real. And it's like, we understand what you're doing guys. You're trying to get more butts and seats to come and see this movie. Cause you, you're hoping to see that Kane's really going to kill someone on the screen. 
Well, I know that it's very independent, but I know like the idea is some of this quite graphic too, with some of the kills with the big hook that he's got. And so I might check it out. I remember it was only a couple of months ago. I was like, eh, five minutes in, I'll, I'll wait. But I know I think one and two actually are both on there. So I might check them out. Leave your brain at the door and just sit mm. back and enjoy the gore. That's how I look at it. Well, talking about gore, did you hear about Mortal Kombat, what they're saying about that? That it was almost unreleasable because of the content for it. Like it's going to be so graphic, they they almost not got a rating to actually put it out. Like the fatalities are going to be out there. <laughs> that the director was like, we actually had to tweak some little things because we were told that you can't put this out. That's too graphic. That's too much. But that's fine for the video games to do it. My God, yeah. come on, Hollywood, get with the times. If you're going to allow a movie like the Serbian film to be released, then mm. it should be fine with the with the goddamn. Um... Oh, look out! That was a win without a truck slam. That was a top right, right clothesline. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna at least have something like a movie like Mortal Kombat. It's meant to be violent. Well, he said that we wanted to get the fatalities as close to the game as we could. But there are limitations, but he said it will be one of the most graphic movies ever made. Good. Bring it on. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Oh, look at I this. I love this here. Love it. So good. The good, um, good father. And Bill Buchanan going up. So good. And the thing about these two, like, you could sell on me that they were real brothers because they look like it. Like, they they look like two twins that were born together, so similar, the mannerisms, like, very, very good work by both of them. It was kind of cool um, when Kane called um, Undertaker in that the On The Bump yeah. uh, interview. He says, thank you very much, brother. It was mm. like, that's cool. Because they are considered very close, hey. Well, you think yeah. like this is this is twenty years ago, and Kane debuted what in ninety eight, so it's like you've done ninety seven actually, bad one ninety seven. So you think three on top of that, that's like over nearly twenty five years. They've travelled the roads together, they've flown all around the world, and they even what they made evented our show down here for Super Showdown when they took on a it was Taker Triple H, but had HBK and Kane involved, and yeah, he was Vince. What's that belt mark? I don't know. That was um you, your wife. Um, <laughs> your wife was here before. She's making my bottom. Uh, oh, here we go. He is fired up. Why am I not being kissed? <laughs> I want to be kissed by my father-in-law. Regal's got that bloodshot eye too. He does too. Look at that. What the. Smoking too many cones. <laughs> but see, this is me or my my tin hat on saying he's a rep is that a reptilian? Wait a minute. It happens on the news. Reptilians. Yeah, and I instantly went, he's smoking cones. I think that's what you've been doing with your reptilian <laughs> hat on. Would you like a coffee? Coffee chair. Look, look at that big room there too, catering. Oh, Let's get milk in it. God damn it. 
Oh. Oh, actually, just just a quick side thing. I actually went to Aldi today with my youngest boy to go get some shopping, and I was looking at the soy milks because again, I'm really into soy milk, guys. And you know, it's get out there and have it. It's good. It's got a five star health rating. And I'm looking at the milk, and I go, soy milk. Oh, got it. Oh, they got. And I said to my son, Oh, they got oat milk. I turn around, he's already walked off, just shaking his head like I'm out, like I'm not standing here. And he goes, oat milk. He goes, just have normal milk, dad. And I'm like, yeah, but this is better for your son. Just, just grimace. Just looking at, look, I felt like I was disappointing him. Like he just gave me that real head shake. Looked like dad. Just going, terrible. Yeah. That's the, the thing you see almost daily now with you. Hey, hey, easy. I don't know. Calm down. <laughs> Where's the tea? <laughs> so, fun. so funny. Someone else was lining up for a coffee next. Damn it. Nothing left. <laughs> he looks at it and goes, I'll get something else. It walks away. I'll have <sighs> Just shaking, let's just shaking with the car. I wasn't thirsty anyway. <laughs> oh, coffee's bad for you at this time of night. The Icatola of rock and roller. Yes. With my favourite version of the IC Championship, guys. No hate to the new one, but that there is my favourite version. That is a cool title. Mm, the Oval Type Championship. And he won it last night. Well, he won not like, well, yes, last night at the WrestleMania 17. And I think in his career, like, you know, he's in AEW now, but I think he was like a seven or eight time IC champion during his tenure there. Yeah. Ooh, backlash. Bit of backlash action. Sounds like a banging good time. <laughs> it's very sharp. Yep. Well, it's pointy. <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh, hello, I'm William Regal. <laughs> I love it. Hello. Hello there. God, he's selling. So see, hello. Was that the whip marks on his chest? Or are these Jericho's yes. chops from the night before? Well, we all know that he's a bit of a kinky foot, sir. I feel bad for that fan just then. He had a sign in the crowd saying, time for some crumpets and pee, but he spelt P P E A. Idiot. <laughs> this is a very funny sign. I'm going to crumpets and pee. Holds it up. I spell it like the vegetable, but you know, yeah. You probably got told to change it because it's a we- we're not allowed to show urine on, on there. <laughs> and then they, you made a P to look like PP. Oh, man. Kurt Angle, the wrestling machine. And from memory, wasn't this song metal? Wasn't this someone else's song in the 90s? Wasn't it um, The Patriot? I think it was The Patriot when he was there. First it was um, Sergeant Slaughter. Yep. And then it was The Patriots, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Patriot was what he took on Bret Hart for the championship like during the In Your House time period back in the 90s. Seven, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, Canada versus America. Hmm. Oh, there you go. So that's, I was actually incorrect. He said all championships changed hands last night except the IC title because Jericho went in as champion. Cool. So he actually retained the belt. Um, but there was one show I think we actually have covered, guys, in the TVK vault, which was Survivor Series 2002, 
where every belt changed hands from the world heavyweight wwe women's championship i think the tag titles um everything changed that night jesus this is we saw uh backlash then uh i'm just looking up the results of the 2001 backlash Mm. Uh, on, they had two matches on heat. They had Jerry Lynn defeated Crash Holly for the light heavyweight title. Yeah. And then we had Lita defeated Molly Holly on heat. Then we had your boys X Factor defeat the Dudley boys. That's a big that's a big win for them. Wow. Yep. X Punk, Just Incredible, and Albert defeated Bubba Ray Devon and Spike Diddley. Mm. And then we had. Rhino defeated Raven in a hardcore match for the hardcore title. Oh, that's a great match. That's with a trolley spot. Remember that? That's a great matchup, that one. Now, this one. Get this one. William Regal defeated Chris Jericho in the Duchess of Queensbury Rules match. Oh, I love that one. Mm-hmm. Chris Benoit defeated Kurt Angle in the three out of four Southern Death Overtime, the 30-minute ultimate submission match. Yeah, really good matchup too. Shane McMahon defeated The Big Show in a last man standing match. Matt Hardy defeated Christian and Eddie Guerrero in the triple threat match for the European title. So Matt Hardy was the champion of Europe. Yeah, I think he won it in a couple of weeks, like two weeks from this time period. Yeah. And then the two-man power trip, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H defeated the Brothers of Destruction for the tag team titles. Mm, Yeah, the winner-take-all. Good matchup. Because at that time, Stone Cold was the World Heavyweight Champion and Triple H here, the Intercontinental Champion. And that was cool because that was the first time Hunter had the belt since 98 when he took on The Rock um, SummerSlam during that time period. That's right. That main event went for 25 minutes. Wow. That's a good matchup. That's actually a really good show. I might go and check that show out. That's actually some pretty good matches. I don't don't even remember the Shane versus Big Show matchup. I think, wasn't that, I think, again, it's it's a typical Shane match. He probably jumped off something. Oh, now I remember. That's the one where... He did that elbow dive and then test put Shane on the the boom mic, the boom stand, and then held it up so Shane got before the ten count. I remember now. Yeah, with the diving elbow. Mm. Because two years prior, um, Shane and Test had a uh, a Greenwich Street fight mm. at, at um, WrestleMania for Stephanie for the love. No, of uh, Stephanie. SummerSlam '98 or '99, I think. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had the what, Main Street yes. Posse and everything. And they were all busted up and they had broken arms, broken legs, because Tess took them out. The point of the, the, the forearm across your face mm. as he pins you. Love it. What? What's Angle doing out there? He looks like he's intimidating. Um... Well, he keeps jumping. He's like... He keeps jumping off the actual... Oh, uh, god damn! That's why he was there, yep. Now, see, Trish, that's how you take it. That's it. Pins the champ. Oh, here comes... Angle's going again. Kick. Kick, kick. And more kicks. Here we go. Did you hear Paul Heyman? He goes... Down. 
<laughs> well, they're cheering. Benoit. I was like, what's Stevie Richards doing there back out? No, it's Chris Benoit. <laughs> Look at these two, eh? Benoit and uh, Regal. Oh, you won't watch two dudes beat the shit out of each other, for sure. Just give me a triple threat match. Give me the... the uh, Look, Finn Finley, Regal, Benoit. Off we go. Yeah, I'll be happy with that. What was his name, Finley, when he was in WCW? Wasn't it like the Bruiser or something? What was it? The Belfast Bruiser. That's the name. It's yeah. Him. Yeah. When he had a mullet, brown mullet. That's right, he did. But you think of these wars between Jericho and Benoit, like most of 2000. And this is, that's right, because these guys would team up now. They would become a, a thorn in the side of um, mm. the two-man power trip. But even like January at the Royal Rumble, they had that ladder match for the um, IC Championship with the walls of Jericho to Benoit on top of the ladder. Yeah. Watch this, watch this. God damn. Jesus. Oof. It's a pretty cool move, the cutter, because it's the force of your own hand and forearm hitting you as you go down as well. Very cool. It's weird seeing Chris Benoit on, on Raw because we, we remember most shows he was always on SmackDown. Mm. Yeah, it was when he won the World Heavyweight Belt and he came back. Here we to go. Raw. Who's coming out? Sorry. You got staticky there. I got you now. Hello. You all right? Is that what's going yeah. on with you? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. You, you, yeah. You sort of fro froze there for a minute. I was like, oh, crap. What's going on? No, I think we both froze. From my end, you froze. And then now you're working. <laughs> Is that what I look like? Yes. That's what I look like. <laughs> Bloody hell, fix it up, Al. <laughs> is, work, is, is it working? Is it working? I can't see anything. Just this nothing but beard. Just a year swearing all. Bloody hell. He's <laughs> working this properly. It's the one Billy Gill. Look at all I've got. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> That's the only part of the song I know. Yeah, I always, feel, I always feel bad for him this year. Because this was the one when Edge won the King of the Ring. And when Billy Gunn interrupts him the night after and says, I'm a former King of the Ring and we should go one-on-one. -on -one. And, and Edge says something like, well, 99 just called. Like, you were relevant then, not now. And it's like, uh now. And then all he was used for was, like, talent that was involved to fight the Invasion storyline. Yeah, I think he partnered with the Big Show as well at that time. Well, if you go back and listen and remember the old times, if you won the King of the Ring, you you go to a championship match mm. and you get something big. He won the King of the Ring and went to take on um, The Rock in a Kiss My Ass match, and he had to kiss a very large woman's bottom yeah with her holy uh what stockings she had on yeah you know people say that's uh, a curse <laughs> i was gonna say you're gonna go i well, do not that, i was gonna say is that 
is that your main event you wanted or <laughs> well i still have my wrestlemania moment that was my SummerSlam moment my wrestlemania moment was trish and stephanie oh, i hate God. Do, just allow uncle cracker to play because you actually see, like, X-Pac was, X-Pac was dancing to the beat of that song then. And the song that's playing now does not sync up to his dancing. Crap. It's very much crap. And just incredible, really good follow on Twitter. He's actually a follow of us on the broadcast, guys. And once again, very if you don't cool. follow us, check us out, all one word, T-H-E-B-R-O-K-S-T, on both Instagram and Twitter. And, and I actually think asked. he's... Uh, He's also wanting to get people to kind of get involved and, you know, bring him in to do some talent exchange stuff. And I don't know if he's actively wrestling, but I know he does lots of interviews and gets involved in a lot of that stuff with a lot of independent promotions and offering whatever skills he can to them. Hey, guys, do you remember DX? Well, here's two guys from DX fighting. Yeah. What's a DX? What's a DX? Oh, God. (laughs) D-Generation X proudly brings to you um, the one Billy Gunn and X-Pac. Yeah. What was the thing I used to talk to you about how there was that theory that uh, WCW were calling out WWE for the one Billy Gunn character because I believe it was a shot at the chosen one, Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) All people to think that the chosen one, Jeff Jarrett, is a copy of is a carbon copy of Billy Gunn. There's a world of difference, guys. Come on, yuck. Yeah, well, Billy Gunn became the one. I think it was like late 2000 when he was back with China, and Jarrett was doing the one, the chosen Tr- one in like what? What was it like late 1999, going into the early 2000s with the new breed or the new blood? I mean, Millionaires Club. When he left. Um... After the good keep, housekeeping match that he lost the IC title to China, mm. he rocked up on Nitro the, the week after. And, you know, I'm the chosen one. Vince Rosa sent me here. And, I have and he, won, he, he won the belt like five times, I think, in his tenure, too. Well, help me with your daddy. He's uh, one of the promoters in there, too. Mm. Look, I'm going to point to him. Oh, he got him. Yeah, there you go. He got him, all right. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Bang it. <laughs> sure. Tell to world slam. No, he's a good talent, Billy Gunn. Like I, I liked him. Like even when he was with Bark Gun, when they're doing the smoking guns with Sable, those you know, nineteen ninety six, ninety seven times and. I think Road Dog and Billy, that's what he's mainly known for. And I think I think it was something to wrestle with. He even talked about how when they did separate them, it was hard when they Anderson. were when they were single because they were better as a talent together. So Jesus. Oh, Albert in, Baldo Bomb. Jesus. Well, his sons are doing awesome stuff in the ring. Mm. Billy Guns. What are they called? Is it like Gun Club or something like that? They're calling him on AEW Gun Club, I think it is. I think so, yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez, here we go. Squish. It's a good double team move. That's double super kick right there. That's a uh, Young Buck style. 
It's also like a throwback to the Impact players. What, Lance Storm, yes. incredible. Yeah, ECW. Yes. yes. Good pull there. That's a good one. Hmm. She would just get squished. But such a heel thing, like we beat you and we still attack you after the match. Mm -hmm. This is pretty big for Jericho. uh, Sorry, not Jericho. Sorry. This was pretty big for um, X-Pac, wasn't it? Because he was the leader of this group. Yeah. Well, I think from memory, it was just Credible and X-Pac in like early 2001. And it was during a SmackDown or a Heat or something, Albert came to them and helped them win the matchup and then joined the group. Because um, Albert was kind of in and out then. TNA was over. You know, there was no Trish and Tess anymore and it was kind of floating around. And they thought, okay, we'll chuck these guys together and see what happens. Nope, they're building the cage. Yeah, that's right. There's no steel cage dropping from the sky. It's They're actually building it. So let's it's go Gives you those memories of the old blue cage from like early WWE Hulk Hogan, King Kong Bundy, Boss Man. I've heard a lot of interviews and uh, a lot of people hated the old blue cage. It was stiff. It was mm-hmm. it was terrible. People just got hurt. It was actually just one of the worst things you could actually have in a match. <laughs> I was going to say, then you have WCW where you have the massive steel cage that Macho Man jumps off and <laughs> what tears his knees or something. Yeah, that's uh, it's held by chicken wire, you know. <laughs> They're holding it down the bottom, holding it still. Hold on yep. to it. Klondike Bill. Yeah. Was one of the makers of it. Oh, this is it's a miracle. Yeah, what was that? Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage take on the world. Um, yeah, that was um, what was that one? It's like a Tower of Doom Uncensored. or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Uncensored '96, I think it was. Mm. Arn Anderson spoke about it a couple of weeks ago on this show, and he hated it because he and Flair are tag team, and he goes, "I had to go up the top." I, Conrad, I, I no, <clears throat> I do not like. Uh. I do not like hearts. So much XFL things there too, because this is where it, it, it was booming for them too. Oh, look at that shine. Yeah, so I've got it here. So the main event was the Doomsday Cage match, pitting Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage against the Alliance to end Hulkamania, mm-hmm. consisting of the Dungeon of Doom, Arn Anderson, and Ric Flair. Ridiculous, look man. That, look at that eyes puffed up. Look at that. Yeah, that was the real-life shiner that um, Vinny gave him. Should have had a Nitro shirt on. Yeah. Well, again, the, the logo wasn't even up yet. Like, the, the new logo that they designed would start flashing up on the screen in a couple of weeks. And Well, yeah, but they should have just had, like, an old Nitro shirt, just a, a bit of, you know, nostalgia yeah. for the last time. This is a, when you're ever going to see this. But again, no, this is the the new, the new. But you even think, though, like, they were, they were actually were going to go ahead with it. Like, Shane was really driving behind that there was an idea, <clears throat> as we saw when they eventually did it, where that final match of the show, you know, they had Booker T against Buff Bagwell. The yeah. idea was, was to dedicate that final hour of Raw to BWCW Nitro, similar to when we had Raw Underground. 
remember how Shane ran that last year during COVID? He did that fight club style thing during that final hour of Raw. That's what they wanted to do here. Like dedicate that final hour of Raw to be Nitro over one hour. And then potentially they would split the brands and have a WCW brand, a WWF brand. One would be on Thursdays for SmackDown and one would be on Mondays for Raw. But it just all fizzled because they didn't have the, t- the big stars, the Goldberg, the Hogans, the Nash, the Halls, the Steiners, Sting, none of those guys. So, Well, necessarily, you know, WCW tried as much as they could towards the end mm-hmm. in 2000, 2001. And you had some good talent right there that could have came up, but they, they buried them. They couldn't do much with them. They, wanted, they could have done so much with them, but they didn't know what to do. Now, they could have done the same thing with um, when they came over to the WWF. Mm. But again, Vince, and it's also in JR's book as well too, Vince was excited about this. And then pretty much it fizzled out and went, nah, I'm sick of this three months now. Mm. We've done it. We're just going to bury it now. That's what I think he would have done with the Raw Underground, that thing that Shane was doing. He would have been like, okay, it's fizzled and move on. But if you think of like the alliance, like this is I'm talking WCW, not the ECW version. Like the WCW talent, who were the big stars that came over? You know, DDP, Booker T. That's it. Like they were the only main event players during the alliance storyline that came in from the WCW side. The rest were all tag team guys. Sean Stasiak, Jindrak, what, Palumbo, O'Hare. Yeah. Well, why couldn't they like strap uh like a rocket to someone say like Sean Stasiak. I mean, mm. the guy was built like a brick shit house, and he did that Swanton bomb that was awesome. They could have done something with him. I mean, they tried a little bit with him when he he teamed up with Piper. I mean, they could have done so much more. With yeah. Him. But, but you're talking about Sean O'Hare, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but with yeah. Stasiak though, but see, they could have done with Sean Stasiak the whole third generation superstar. They could have oh, done yeah, that with Sean Stasiak because of his yeah. dad being a wrestler, but they did that yeah. whole Mecca thing where he was a you know comedy character. So yeah, but he also screwed his career when he went to WrestleMania 17 and recorded. Um, yeah, that's right. Mm. <laughs> Jesus, mate. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't Prepper. mind me. Just all these chords. <laughs> don't, don't mind me. What are you doing, no, that, Sean? Actually, it was in his bag. From what I yeah. heard, I think he actually had a camera in his bag, and he was sitting up where during mm. that match, that Shane shouts out to the WCW talent. He's actually a camera in there. He's talking to people. I could just imagine him though in a backstage locker room, putting up boom mics, lighting. <laughs> if, if, if you just want to come a bit closer and just talking to my show a bit more. <laughs> Oh, Sean. Oh, main event. Here we go, guys. Here we go, guys. What would be The Rock's final appearance, eh? For a long time. Um, Was this the, his last night? Or was it uh, next week, was it? No, this oh. is it. No, this is how they wrote him out. He was gone. Okay. Yep. He didn't come back until the following from memory. I think it was August when he took on Booker T for the WCW championship made of Venice SummerSlam. That's right. He was off to be the Scorpion King. Just looking at that there, right? So they said Jericho was 220 pounds and they're saying Rock is 275 pounds. They have 50 pounds there between Rock and Jericho. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at him. You know, he is he's a big dude, The Rock. He's mm. built like a, a linebacker. He knows how to do it. He looks like the rugby players that I watched today. What would you say he is today? What, 300, 400 pounds? Oh, Just muscled up. Huge. This should have been an ongoing thing every mm. week. They should have done this Vince McMahon coming out and just no Leon Garcia, no Tony Chimmel, no one, no Howard Finkel, Vince McMahon giving, shouting out Stone Cold, doing his own comment and mm. uh, sorry, his own announcement. So good. Kind of like Don Callis with Kenny Omega oh, in AEW doing yes. that type of thing. Just slipping the person off. Yeah, there was somebody in the in the crowd who just came right the bird and then kept walking. I was cheering for you. <laughs> I love this. This is such a piece of shit heel right here. I'm not getting in the ring. Look at Vince. Get back. Get back. Let him get in. Oh. So syncing up, guys. We are at one two six three eight one two six three nine. Rock and Austin outside the ring. Yes. Get the hell out of there. Oh. Teddy. running for his life. <laughs> Homie, don't play that and you know it. <coughs> like choking him. <coughs> Can you put yourself on mute and die quietly, please? <laughs> I'll just edit the volume on that, guys. And punch in the dick. Just a big punch in the penis right there, guys. You can't DQ me because the match hasn't started yet. True. Well, it's a cage match, so there is no... Is there two referees there? Because Timmy White's there, but then Teddy was also there. Yeah, and there's... There there should be a referee. (laughs) You're right? You need some water. That's that's the thing. The water did it to me. (laughs) Only you. You moron. Sorry, guys. I'm having a bit of a coughing seizure. Cough and splatter because of water. I I think there's two referees. Is this because, what, one has to watch them if they climb out and then one to count the fall in the ring? Maybe. Oh, maybe. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not a referee, but, you know, you could have been a referee. That's sad. I don't want to talk about that. No, no, I want to hear it. Tell tell the (sighs) people. Fine. <laughs> gather round, gather round. Around <laughs> people, here is that story of Tom. So a few years ago, more like 20 plus years ago, guys, I uh, had a real keen passion to wanting to become a pro wrestler. And I end up attending a few a independent <laughs> wrestling promotions that we have here in Melbourne. And you know what's I not real? Up... What a wanker. I end up going to a wrestling school with a couple of mates and we got into the ring. We did some moves and I was taking some bumps. And I think back now I was told repeatedly to do the bump correctly. And I just couldn't do it correctly. Just a simple back bounce, just jumping on your back, just taking the move. And yeah. And my, Two of my mates that were there were doing it really well, and I just couldn't do it. And I was getting so upset because I'm like, come on, I want to do it. Couldn't do it. And by the end of like the hour and a half training session, 
one of them was definitely keen for one of my mates to progress. The other one was more half-half. And he says to me, the, the, the trainer, mate, you didn't really have a good day. Um, have you ever thought about being a referee? <laughs> and just this red cheeks embarrassment just filling me up inside. And I'm like, thank you for the opportunity. And I just felt so bad. So, yeah, we always used to talk about that. You know, Thomas, you could be a referee, not a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember telling Dad when I came home, he thought it was stupid that I was going there anyway. And then when I told him how it went, he's like, see, told you. <laughs> Why don't you do something with your life? Oh, man, yeah. It was like 2003, I think it was, so quite a long time ago. Yeah. I remember it. I remember because I remember you guys going, and I remember um, I think one of the boys going to me and going, "You should come with us, Al." And I went, "No, mm-hmm. no, guys, no way. I'm not doing that. You guys must be smoking some chiba. I am not doing." <clears throat> well, it was pretty tough though. Like it was nothing oh, about yeah. promos, nothing about Mike. It was like, show us how fit you are. Like we're <laughs> taking Mike back bumps was. and. I just suck, man. <laughs> My knee. <laughs> I love that if they did the flat backs and then went, they instantly looked at you and went, nah, get the zebra shirt now. And they instantly <laughs> gave you a shirt. I should have said to them, I've got a bung knee. Could I use that in a gimmick where I don't wrestle well? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, back to this match, guys. Rock with a sharpshooter. And, uh... no, 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 let's talk about you. No, no. Here we go. Oh, Vince, what's Vince doing here? What a piece. He's looking around. Vince is trying to hug uh, Timmy White. Timmy's like, no way, get away. And Austin's tapping. Austin was tapping. Mm. And Vince, I know JR saying, and I've never seen him do that before. Yeah, because he never. Well, he passed out to to Bret Hart, WrestleMania, so. That's right. Oh, the people's elbow. That's it. With the, with the camera flash. Oh, for God's sake, Vince. What the? What the? That's it. <laughs> he could have just grabbed his leg, oh, oh. but he had to get in the ring. You he got in camera. the ring and then crawled back out to pull him out. Timmy, you keep it up and I'm going to make you kill yourself every week. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey. Timmy. Oh, he's dead. Timmy. Timmy's dead. <laughs> Timmy. Timmy White. Oh, rock bottom coming up. Come on, Austin. Stop overselling. Let's go. <laughs> the oh, art of the oversell. That's so good. One, two. Vince McMahon with a double axe handle. <laughs> You push me? Give me your shirt. Huh? You hear what I'm saying to him? You're trying to tell me what to do. Love that. Look at that. Vince was on his knees. God damn, he's a character. So good. Oh, takes the bump. (laughs) Tell the camera guy, lock it for me. Huh? Uh, I got things to do. Oh, shit. Yeah, look at him taking the blows. The Wiz Prez. 
He even oh. flipped him off there too as he did it to him. Oh, Blow dirty. Blow from Boston. You bloody bastard, mate. Come on, referee. Oh. Jesus, yes, that was rough. Where's Earl Hebner at this time? You know, normally it's her, Earl again in the uh, in the mix of it. Who so, main evented the Mania main event? Was it Earl? Did he referee that one? Yes, he did. Oh, yeah. my God. Here comes Stephanie McMahon. Oh, no, it's Triple H. <laughs> With her whipping belt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's Hunter. Look at the crowd, though, cheering him. The night like, earlier, you hated him. Like, they're thinking, they're like, oh, my God, we're going to see it. We are going to see it. We've had one guy go bad on us. Can we please have Triple H go good on us, please? Look at that. Look at the... You just think of all their wars right then and there. Like you said a month ago, they killed each other. Oh, my God. Yeah, there it is. I remember feeling really sick after this, too. Mm. I was like, oh, no. Of all no. people... Knowing again, me, I would have just been like hands up like that. You just hands up. up, yeah. Because mm. at this moment, at this time, I hate Triple H at this moment. Mm. I mean, I'm not talking about Paul Levecki. You know, I mean, I think he's fantastic. It's just the the character he played. I hated this Hunter. He's such a piece of shit. And it's like, oh no, he's teaming up with Austin. Punches in the head, kicks in the dick. Jesus, kicking the dick while he's actually getting punched in the face. Yep. And this was going to be an ongoing thing too. That's why um, was it McMahon um, got rid of Rock for a while because this mm. was going to happen to them both. And that's the thing too. Like I remember, like from memory watching this, I remember just feeling as happy as I was how destroyed Rock got here. Like they yeah. just took him apart piece by piece. Like from the cage throw to the pedigree to the elbow coming up, like it's just it's this they just broke him, broke him down to nothing. We've got two more minutes of this of watching Rock get the shit kicked out of him here. And I think it's the stunner that comes up. It's the way he takes the stunner, he just slumps. Like there's no crazy twirl that he used to do. He yeah. just slumps down. He's dead. Look at Vince, do you want me to do something or <laughs> I could do the people's elbow too. Watch me. Watch me whip and watch me nene. You know what would have loved to make me laugh if you just if Vince had the hat. <laughs> just <laughs> the cowboy hat. Watch me. Look at that. The birth of the two man power trip. That's it, right there. And then what Hunter would have won the IC belt in about three weeks, I think, from uh, Chris right. Jericho. Kane and Taker would win the tag belts from E&C, and then we got our winner-take-all match That's at right. Backlash. And one of my favorite events was Judgment Day, you know, the month later, where it was, what, Austin versus Taker, no holes barred for the belt, and the steel chain match, which was Kane and Triple H for the IC belt. Mm-hmm. Oh. Look at that shot. Triple H, I don't drink beer, so I'll just cheese you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's 0%, 0% body fat on me. I'm not drinking any beer. 
But, like, what are 24 hours? Like, to think the week earlier on Monday Night Raw, you never think you would see all three standing together. Hell like no. Austin and Triple H, but then Austin and Vince. You're like, what is going on? And there we go, guys. There it is. Any comments, questions, Al, before we shout out to our last couple of uh, podcasts out there? Good show. Good show. I'm glad we went back and did this one. This was pretty big, big at this time, too, like you said, because there was no um, counting a uh, company to watch. This is all we got now. And especially after WrestleMania being a, such a big thing at, at WrestleMania 17 for The Rock to lose the title to Austin, thanks to Vince McMahon. And now we have Triple H teaming up with Austin. Big things were happening. All right, guys, just before we finish up, want to give a shout out to two great wrestling podcasts that we enjoy. We know you guys will too, so here are their promos. It's your friendly Australian pal here, Josh Robinson from the Wrestling Reverb podcast. You can join me and my co-host, Kevin Carroll, every week on Wrestling Reverb, where we talk all things pro wrestling. You can listen to Wrestling Reverb anywhere you listen to podcasts, including iTunes, Spotify, and Anchor. And of course, Wrestling Reverb is a part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period taking you back in history to when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Main Event underscore Marks. All right, guys, we are back and we are at the tail end of what has been a really great episode. I love this one. It was a good to go back and actually see, you know, the breakdown of The Rock in his WWE tenure and the birth of the two-man power trip. And it's actually time to say thanks once again to all our followers on Twitter, on Instagram, for all your support that you give us by downloading our show and following us on all the different social media streams. And to do that, if you don't, once again, on Twitter and on Instagram, it's the Brocast. that's T-H-E, B-R-O-K-A-S-T. Also, a shout out to all of our sponsors, uh, Play One Coffee, Rogue Energy, Luxie.com. Uh, check out our socials to see some discount codes from 5%, 10%, and 15% off products. Go out there and get yourself a great discount on the broadcast. And as the promo said at the start of this show, also Power Slam Wrestling Network. Get yourself some great wrestling action. Uh, get yourself a free month also on Power Slam and also using ALB actual code, which is broadcast free. So you end up with two free months if you use their code and ours. Um, Alan, any comments before we finish up? I hope everyone enjoyed. I hope everyone is well. Uh, looks like we're sort of getting out of this here down here in Australia, hopefully with this COVID crap. I uh, hope everyone around the world is still trying to do the right thing, you know, wear the mask, wash your hands, social distances, try to fight through this as much as we can, guys. Try to stomp on the curve as much as we can about this craziness that's going on. Take care, look after yourselves, and we will see you next time. And as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night.
Thanks for sticking around. Now we're going to go back and listen to a classic TBK moment. Where I live, we're at the bottom of a hill, so it's where most people pick up speed as they're going down the bottom of the hill. So yeah! It's, yeah. And, you, and if, you've, if you've followed the journey of our podcast for the last three years, you would hear all different noises in this show, from mm-hmm. car horns to dogs to cars speeding up and down the hill, people <laughs> chatting outside. Yeah, lots of different... The occasional donkey. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, he's, he's not here anymore. What happened? He's not needed. Glue factory. No, we got milk. got the milk, so... For that. You got the... Yeah. Donkeys, that's a male. Oh, shit. Yeah. So no, you no, pull no, no. on his dick. Make good milkshakes. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks very much for listening. This is the end of the broadcast from uh, forever now because Tom likes to suck on the uh, proverbial <clears throat> teat of a donkey. <laughs>